Hey guys, today we had the pleasure of interviewing Emily. Emily was a uh, seater over at the Brown Derby Ballroom in Hollywood Studios. We had a great time talking to her. We learned a lot about the Brown Derby, actually. A lot of stuff that Jeremy and I didn't actually even know. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw it every day, but I didn't know as much as um, as much as much she did, obviously, because uh, working there, you get a lot more information. So yeah, it was really cool. We hope you guys enjoy it as much as we did. So make sure to uh, follow her Instagram, Dose of Pixie Dust. And then as well as her YouTube channel, Emily Lopez. But you can find that YouTube link in her bio for Instagram. Again, I'll, I'll throw it in the uh, description of this episode. But make sure to give her a follow. All right. Enjoy this episode, guys. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Cast Conversations. Today, we have the pleasure to be joined by Emily. And Emily, do you want to introduce yourself and uh tell us your major your role and everything yeah yeah so my name is emily i graduated with a degree in elementary education um just in may so it's been really recent and i'm currently a seater at the hollywood brown derby at disney's hollywood studios oh jeremy's favorite park that's where (laughs) you worked as well the best one uh it's kind of funny because when i started like when i when i started the dcp I hated Hollywood Studios because I, I just didn't like it. When I found out that I was there, I was so mad. But then after working there, I it's my favorite by far. No, I definitely understand where you're coming from. I thought that I would want to be in the other parks. But um, after experience, I've realized that Hollywood Studios is probably the best park to be at right now. It's so chill. It really is. It, it really is. I love our hours. And it'll be it's, – it's been great so far. Yeah. Um. So just diving right in, like you said, you're um, an elementary education major. Um, I was also an education major. Um, So do you think that no matter anyone's major, they should apply for the DCP? Oh, definitely. I think in any circumstance, you're able to sort of have a chance to um, really better your skills for any major. So being an elementary education major, not only did I get the chance to work with kids, but I also work on my people skills and being able to communicate um, and so I think no matter what your major, there is definitely a place for you in the DCP. No, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what made you decide, hey, I'm going to apply for the college program? Like, why, why did you decide to go for it? Yeah, um, because of my major and us partnering with schools, I was never allowed to study abroad during my semesters. So uh, I didn't get the chance to go anywhere. I had to stay home. Um, and then I've Love Disney since I was a kid. We used to go all the time when I was younger with my family. And then in 2013, I took a family trip and it really reignited my love for it. And so I made frequent trips by myself and with other family members. And I just really enjoyed the magic. And so I figured before I started my career, I I would attempt to um, see if I could do anything outside of my comfort zone and outside of what I was planning to do for the rest of my life. And so I was like, hey, let me just apply for this and see what happens. And of course, I got in, which was really great. And so and now I'm here. And it's just been really great being on the other side of making that magic for other guests. Yeah, that's that's a really good answer. Um, like you said about the comfort zone, it the DCP really gets you outside of your comfort zone, which is Absolutely. Um, so big oh, for, for a lot sure. of people. Yeah, no, it definitely makes you sort of have to put yourself out there, which I'm not used to. I never dormed before this either. And so getting five of the roommates was definitely an experience in itself. And, you know, yeah. it kind of gives me a chance to figure out who I am in relation to all of this. 
and especially for education majors, I feel like I see so many. Um, it's great classroom experience because especially for you as a seater, now you have that experience with um, large room, uh, a lot going on, a lot of people talking to you all at once. So. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. No, it's um, it's a lot like how it would be in a classroom. Definitely. Just everybody talking to you and, and <laughs> um, also trying to entertain the kids and please the parents. And, right. Uh, it's a lot, yeah. So uh, what's some advice that you might give someone who's getting ready to apply for the DCP or is hesitant to apply? I would say definitely just be yourself. Um, there are some application, part of the application that you go through where you have to be honest about who you are as a person. And I think being yourself is definitely something that Disney looks for. Um, so just understanding that you have to um, kind of go through a lot of questions that'll make you kind of look at yourself and say, hmm, you know, am I really a person who comes to work on time all the time? Am I really a clean person? And so it makes you look at yourself and say, okay, I need to answer this honestly. I need to know that what I'm getting into is going to be a lot. A lot of people might get the misconception that it's a lot of play and no work, but in reality, you do work a lot. And so if you're planning definitely. to work and have um, fun on the days you're not working, then this is definitely the experience for you. Um, it is a lot and kind of nerve wracking to go through this process. But I would say even if you aren't accepted the first time, continue to try. There are people who have tried up to 10 times and have finally gotten in. I mean, there's no use in not trying. You can always come and try again. Um, but if you are interested in making magic, if you're interested in just, you know, really creating those memorable experiences for a lot of people, then DCP is definitely something that you should apply for, no matter your major, no matter where you're from, no matter what you've done. If you've never been to a Disney park before, it's definitely an experience that, you know, is worth applying for. Yeah, and definitely. I know you haven't been there for too long. Is that correct? Um, it's been a little bit over a month that I've been here. Okay. So, uh, what has been your favorite moment up to this point so far? Um, I really enjoy making magic. So I recently was able to make magic for some guests by um, they were came they came to the restaurant and they had buttons the celebrating buttons and they had a name on them. And so through talks with uh, their server and with my leader, we found out that they were celebrating a friend that had recently passed away. And Hollywood Studios was one of his favorite parks. He was obsessed with the aliens um, from the movie Toy Story. <laughs> and so we were, I was given a uh, no strings attached voucher and it was good for either an aliens plush or a cap. So I was able to head over to the merchandise store around the corner and uh, pick up a plush for that guest, those guests. And I was able to uh, bring it back to the restaurant. I made a little celebrating button for the alien plush, just like they were all wearing. And they presented it to them at the end of their dinner. And they were all so excited and so happy. And they took lots of pictures. Um, and so it was just a great moment for us to sort of be connected with them in a time where it should have been sad, but they were really celebrating the life of their friend. And that was really great to see. So, you know, I'm not in the parks really making magic for guests like that all the time but when I do get those chances it's not only memorable for them but it's memorable for me and something that I can take away knowing that I impacted them in a small way um yeah that that's a really cool story especially so early on um that's a really like unique and personalized experience now for those guests that they're they're never gonna forget oh yeah uh, and so for anyone who's listening that might not know uh do you want to explain what a no strings is Oh, yeah. So for the no strings voucher, it's typically good for whatever the person wrote on it um, 
is so for the no strings attached voucher, it basically gives you a chance to do something with no strings attached. So either no payment um, or you get to go on an attraction. So under the little line that it had on the voucher, it said good for, you know, the plush or the cap. And so I was able to present that to the cast members at the register of the store and they realized what it was and they said, okay, you know, I didn't have to pay for it because it was a no strings attached voucher. And so that's what made it so easy and so magical, you know, to be able to go and do that for other people. And not only were we involved, but also that that store and those cast members being able to give us a plush for that. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. It really does bring the magic to the guest directly um, in such a simple way, too, because you would think that just a little plush like that wouldn't be much. But that's that's uh, a connection of their lost loved one. And I, I would say that's probably my favorite part about having worked for Disney while you're there, being able to do stuff like that. Right. It just truly makes everyone happier. Because that's not something you can do in a normal job. No, like, absolutely. Right, this is, yeah. This is normal. Um, right, and you're already there having great experiences, but then to have something like this happens, it kind of just one-ups everything, you know? It just makes it even that much more great. Definitely. So kind of shifting gears, um, in reference to the Brown Derby, um, do you have a favorite and least favorite item on the menu? I have only tried a few things. So I've actually tried our Cobb salad, which is pretty famous. Um, and I enjoy that. It's something that's not um, hot. So it's like a salad. So it's cold, it's fresh. And so on days like today where it's 90 degrees and humid, it's yeah. something that you can enjoy and sit and, and really just feel refreshed. Uh, as far as entrees, that's all I've had to have. And then I did try our uh, a couple desserts. So we have like a chocolate mousse cake as well as our grapefruit cake that we're known for. So I tried both of those and I would say out of the two cakes, the chocolate mousse cake was my favorite. Um, for the grapefruit cake, it was very tart and kind of has a unique taste. It doesn't taste exactly like grapefruit, but it's tart enough that you could sort of um, get a little sense of that. But I don't have a least favorite item because I haven't tried everything yet. But I would say... Yeah, you, you uh, have more time now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, usually on my days off, if I'm around the area, I'll stop by the restaurant and say hi to everybody. And then I just last weekend had my first meal there, uh, which is really cool because it's it's different being in there and not being on the job, you know, like being the, right. being the guest. Oh, um, but they were all so nice to me and they all came up to talk to me while I was uh, eating and it was just, it was fun. But I would say, yeah, the cup salad is really good. Um, but I'll get back to you because my next item to eat is our burger, which has like an egg on it. And I pass by people eating it all the time and it looks so good. So I think that's what's next on my list to try. Yeah. Let us know, send us a picture and we can post it on the Instagram. Keep, yeah. keep everyone updated on that. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so for people that might have never been to Hollywood studios, do you want to explain maybe a little bit more about the Brown, uh, the Brown Derby and what the theming is? Yeah, so the Hollywood Brown Derby at Disney's Hollywood Studios is based off the original Brown Derbies in Hollywood, California. And so we are the only signature restaurant at Disney's Hollywood Studios, which means for people who may not know, we do take two table service credits per person. So that tends to shock a lot of people who come, but uh, because we are a signature dining restaurant, it is a little bit more expensive, um, but it is fine dining, American fine dining. So we've got a lot of things ranging from burgers to steaks. We have uh, seafood. Um, and as far as the dining experience goes, you are uh, inside at the themed restaurant that is themed like the original Hollywood Brown Derby. So we have original uh, photos. We have original 
art from the Hollywood Brown Derby. And then we also have replicas of the caricatures that were in the original Brown Derby. So oh, wow. that's really like cool. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really people come in and they're like, oh, my goodness, we feel so underdressed. But in reality, <laughs> I mean, it's just the theme of a restaurant. You don't have to come in wearing fancy clothes. Sure. Uh, but it is definitely a restaurant if you're looking for a nice night out and you're wanting to maybe get away from all of those large crowds and, and you know, really loud noises, you can come into our restaurant and have a nice meal, very nice sit down meal um, with some really great food and great service. And I, I saw on your YouTube channel, is there is there a spot for Club 33 in there? Yes, there is. Club 33 is upstairs. Um, okay. So our ele- the elevator for Club 33 is, is a little bit um, on the side of our lobby. And so when we have guests, come in um sometimes we'll have their vip tour guide and say oh this family is coming from club 33 they'd like to dine and i'm just checking them in and so we'll wait for that family to come and then we'll seat them right away so um occasionally we'll get people who go visit and tour upstairs and then they'll come and eat with us oh okay. very cool okay so um we're gonna take a quick break really quick um get a word from our sponsor and then we'll be right back with emily to talk a little bit more about guest interaction some of her favorite parts of disney so uh we'll be back all right, welcome back, everybody, and we're continuing our episode with Emily here, and just another question to keep it rolling. Uh, what was it like having constant interaction with Yes, because you're always seating someone, and I'm sure... Yeah, you're always busy. Yeah. Uh, I would say being always busy is probably the best part of my job. Uh, the worst part is when I'm standing there and not really being <laughs> able to do anything because there's nobody yeah. to seat, but um, seating people is really great. I love speaking with the guests. I love getting to know them a little bit better, even if it is a short walk from where they're standing to their table. Um, and then because my name tag has my school on it, they'll occasionally ask me, uh, you know, where I'm from and what it's like living, uh, living there. And I once had a guest who was actually going to attend my school in the fall. And so we, we were able to talk about the campus and what life was like there. So uh, it's been great being able to sort of chit chat a little bit with the guests before they're seated and have their dining experience with us. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really that's really cool. So, is there ever actually do you ever actually have any downtime on the job? Like, is it ever not busy? Oh uh, yeah, we have uh, a few hours that um, are more like are less busy. We have when we switch over from our lunch to dinner, which is around three p.m. We typically don't take reservations. So, if you're dining uh, with us and you make a reservation through the app, usually there aren't any times allowed between that transition time just to allow us to prepare for our dinner uh, menu and the kitchen and all our servers. Um, So during that time, we'll take walk-ins, but because it's not reservation times, we usually aren't that busy. Um, And then in the evening, after maybe seven, we close at nine, uh, there is a little bit of a lull. Before then Mm. is when we have a rush because we're also part of the fantastic dining package. So guests are allowed to dine with us and get a voucher to have priority seating for the fantastic show in the evening. So we get a lot of people come in, but that usually ends around 7 PM to give them enough time to dine with us and then attend the show. So I know for the fourth, a lot of people wanted to be in magic kingdom. Was Mm -hmm. it really busy on the fourth or was it kind of slow? It was very dead. I'm surprised by the walk from where uh, I parked to my restaurant, how easy it was to get through the crowds because there was hardly anybody. And it was very quiet and it was very slow. And so it was kind of nice. But then, you know, the day after yesterday, um, it was very busy because people were still on vacation. And so because they had already hit up either Magic Kingdom or Epcot, uh, they decided to come to Hollywood Studios. So we were very busy yesterday. 
So I know when I would work character dining over at um, um, why am I drawing a blank on the name? At Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Hollywood and Vine. Hollywood and Vine. Uh, when I would work character dining there, they'd tell us the amount of reservations they had. Um, what was like an average reservation? Do you know for Brown Derby? Uh, yeah, we typically get around three hundred for lunch. And then around 600 for dinner. It could vary depending on the day. But as far as I've seen from how long I've been there, that is usually um, the average that we see. And then it'll obviously increase as the holidays come around. So seating people, have you possibly seated any celebrities yet? I have. (laughs) Oh, you have. I have, yes. Um, It was recent, so I'm not sure I'm able to get into super specifics. But uh, there was a VIP guest in the park, and I was going to be seating for about another half hour before my break. And our proprietor comes up and asks if I would like to seat this guest, and I was very excited. Um, It was a really big deal, and I'll eventually come out with a YouTube video about it, but I can't just, you know, say anything just yet. Yeah, so stay Um, tuned to her YouTube channel. Yeah, for sure. But we, uh, we have our celebrity guest autograph book, and so after this guest dined with us, we had them sign our autograph book and that was the page displayed for the rest of the day. So I did get to see somebody and it was a very exciting time, but obviously we are professional. I remained calm uh, (laughs) and I was able to just sort of do my little spiels and go on about my day. So yeah, it was really exciting. Um, But our proprietor was really cool in that he said that uh, CPs, because they're not there for long, that they should have an opportunity to be able to do something like that and have a magical moment made for us. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see the video you come out yeah. with. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was working, I don't think I saw any celebrities. I, at one time, I don't know if you know who Tim Tracker is, the YouTube. Yeah, 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 the YouTuber, yeah. I think I saw him, but <laughs> I think I took his picture, but I'm like not sure. <laughs> yeah, so, it's really funny seeing, um, I also occasionally see Instagrammers that I follow, you know, like influencers oh. around the park, and that's always strange to see. Yeah, that's cool. I know. Yeah. I know one of my roommates that worked at Hollywood Studios saw John Stamos. Oh, oh yeah, he's a regular at our restaurant. That's... He's a yeah, oh, he's really? a regular. Tina Fey is yeah. They enjoy coming. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So outside of celebrities, have you recognized anyone from home or from school? Maybe. No, I have not. They are uh, all back home. So when yeah. they do come, I will definitely, you know, see them. Um, but I haven't been able to see anybody yet. Um, but I do occasionally see some guests that will come in a couple times. Um, my family recognized me from having seated them earlier in the week. And so that was kind of oh. nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, then you're, you're kind of their celebrity now. Yeah, yeah, which is really <laughs> cool. And I, when I dined with um, my restaurant last weekend, I made friends with um, the family sitting next to me. And the kids were just sort of hanging out around me and we had kind of a really fun time together and she was like oh we come to this restaurant often and she's like our son really likes you he's like oh, hopefully we'll see you next time so it was really great being able to sort of make a magical moment when I wasn't working so that when I am working and that family comes in I can you know greet them like like friends yeah that's that's really cool it's uh, an experience that'll uh, make the guests want to keep coming back mm-hmm. so when you were applying, were there any other jobs that you had in mind that you wanted to get? Or was this was this it? This is what you specifically wanted? Uh, as far as the DCP jobs? DCP, yeah. 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 Um, I would say Cedar was 
low on my okay. list, <laughs> but um, they really make sure that you know that you are going to be considered for all of the roles that you applied for. So yeah. when you put no interest, low interest, moderate interest, high interest, anything that is not no interest, you'll be considered for. So, you know, really read into the roles, uh, which is what I did. And um, because it was so low, I will say that when I got the information that I was going to be Cedar, I wasn't sure how to feel. I was like, well, okay. I mean, I'm not exactly in, you know, in the whole park and doing attractions or doing merchandise, you know, which mm-hmm. I had already experienced with merchandise. I was worked retail and I worked with kids. So I figured I'd get something a little bit more close to that. So um, getting this role, I wasn't really sure what to go into. And so I did as much research as I could. Um, there was actually isn't a lot out there. And so I'm hoping either this or even in a, in a future video I could do just explaining a little bit more about that role. But I will say now that I've worked as a cedar, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. It's kind of the ideal job for, for working at Disney simply because I'm indoors. I have regular restaurant hours, so I can never really be in any earlier than 11 AM or any out later than 1030 maybe. Um, yeah, where other park hours, they don't close until 11. So those cast members are, are leaving later than that. So I will say like, this is kind of, kind of like the premium job now that I've wor- been able to work there and have experience as a cedar. Um, and I, like I said, I'm still able to make magic. I'm still able to interact with guests all the time. And I'm definitely working on some of the skills that I can use in the future when I go forth and, and apply for jobs in my career. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from on that one, because when I, Got my assignment. I I was really wanting attractions, and I had I got the notification that I got attractions. But then when it came closer to time, and I saw my assignment was um, the mini golf courses, I was I was a little disappointed because mm-hmm. I I kind of just figured attractions was I'd be somewhere in the parks doing something um, like on a ride or anything like that. Right. But but then it ended. I ended up uh, really enjoying it because I got to know my. Uh, fellow cast members and they were all very nice and fun to work with and I, I feel like that's a huge part of it being able to connect with your coworkers and uh, getting along with them makes the oh, job yeah. a lot better yeah they make it fun it's been great getting to know my coworkers, and I look forward to going into work because we have such a great time together when we are working that's good that's really good um, so then outside of Disney, when you're not enjoying the parks or the water parks or any of that, uh, what's something to do in Orlando that you enjoy? Um, so far I oh, haven't really been able to explore much of Orlando simply because when I am off, I do try to hit up the parks. Yeah. Um, it's so, it's so tempting to just go back. Yeah, the parks. yeah, it is. But even on a day like today, when I'm not heading to the parks, I'm actually going to head to Disney Springs for a little bit. So I'm still getting a bit of that Disney magic, but also just being able to sort of walk around and enjoy my downtime is really nice. And so that's sort of what I like to do. Um, but I will try to hopefully explore Orlando more simply because I really, when I come here, it's only for Disney. And so I kind of want to venture out now that I have so much time. Um, but I will look forward to to seeing what else is on the list because, like I said, I haven't been able to, to explore much. And um, on my days off, I do try to make the most of those those full day park days. Yeah. So you mentioned Disney Springs. Do you have a favorite restaurant down in Disney Springs? I, I wish I had better answers for you guys. <laughs> I don't <laughs> actually No, I haven't been able to, to eat much there. Um, but there are a couple that I'd like to try. Um, 
but it just it kind of depends like i've got I, a suggestion for you if you want it. one yeah yeah okay, definitely so i'm a huge fan of bongos if you've heard of it it's a cuban restaurant um uh-huh. it's ridiculously good they make <laughs> they make everything there of course um i really like the black beans and rice and then also if you eat meat uh the chicken caesar wrap is mm-hmm. so good every time my mom and my dad are there they're like we need to go to bongos they even ask me they're like um they're like oh we wish you're still in the dcp so we can go to bongos <laughs> they, they love bongos so you'll have to try that next time oh, you're there yeah definitely thank you i know I'd, I'd like to be able to have at least some recommendations for when family come you and know and, and then the- Right, I, I'd say I'd say a recommendation for me would be the Edison. I just went there. The, yeah, I've heard a lot of things about that. Yeah, it it was really good. I enjoyed it, and the theming of the Roaring Twenties was really cool. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that as well. So, um, sort of wrapping things up. Um, traditionally, here on the podcast, we like to um, ask our interviewees a few top Disney's Disney questions. I never know how to say that, <laughs> but. Um, so, Emily, what are your top three Disney movies? In no order, just top three Disney movies. Yeah, top three Disney movies. I would say Tangled, um, Beauty and the Beast, and The Lion King. Those are three solid choices. All right, yeah. so those are good. Let's hear your opinions. Did you like the live action Beauty and the Beast? I, I enjoyed it. I think when okay. they give more depth to characters. It really just adds to the story. And so Belle being educated and showing that she's reading and trying to teach other kids, like that was a great part of the movie for me, you know, growing up because, you know, she has this library and it's so great to know that she loves to read, but seeing how it impacted her in the village and how everybody kind of thought she was weird and thought it wasn't right for her to try to teach other kids, like that was really interesting to see. So I think when they add depth to characters in live action movies or in possible remakes, um, I think it just adds to the story even more. So I enjoyed it. I liked the original songs. I thought it was beautifully done. And so... Yeah, the it is original the, songs were good. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, they were really good. I liked them. And the characters, of course, were funny and, and it was entertaining. So I, I enjoyed the movie So something, something I saw online that I think about actually kind of a lot is um, if Belle is the only one that's reading in the town, how is the library still up and running? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's um, I never but, thought about that before. I yeah, I thought the movie was good. It's a controversial topic on the podcast because yeah, everyone we have it. on is it's either they love it or they hate it. It's been fifty yeah. fifty. Really. There's no in between. Yeah, you see why uh, you know originals are originals. Um, exactly. Yeah. So then moving forward, uh, do you have a favorite character? I do. Um, I would say just a classic Fab Five character is Mickey Mouse. Just because he is sort of like the stable icon of the entire, you know, Disney company. And a lot can come from looking back into the history of, of how Mickey Mouse was, was formed and then how he's changed over the years. And uh, even to today, how how big of an impact he has. And because he's so iconic, you know, kids come to the parks and they see him and it's it's a whole new world for them. Because, you know, this is the Mickey Mouse and so seeing how a character like that can go from, you know, being on the small screen to being an incredible character in the parts that kids can can meet and remember and enjoy being with has sort of been great to see because, again, like I said, he's iconic. And so that's why he's my favorite character. Yeah. So which Mickey would be your favorite? I, oh, it's so hard. I have a tie between Steamboat Willie and Sorcerer Mickey. Okay, just because yes. they're super cute uh, and they're really fun. 
and Jill I'm, and I love Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah, no, he's great. I got to meet, and he's, uh, when Mickey meets in Hollywood Studios, he is in his Sorcerer's outfit, mm-hmm. and so it's really great to, to see him uh, all dressed up and decked out. It's really cute. All right, so moving on, uh, which Disney princess would be your favorite? I love Rapunzel because Tangled's my favorite movie. I love Rapunzel. She is so great in the fact that she knows her dream and she does what she can to go and fulfill that dream. And she really is a go-get'em girl and doesn't care who or what is in her way. This is what she wants to do. And so I think that really resonates a lot with me because I'm so determined in my ways. And when I want something, I will try and go get it. And so I think that's why she's my favorite princess and because my favorite color is purple. So <laughs> that has a lot to do with it too. <laughs> it works out. Yeah. I, I enjoyed in that movie how it was, it wasn't your typical princess story. It was, it was very different uh, in the sense that it wasn't just, the prince coming to save the princess. Yeah, she, she carries her own weight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. So, also, what are a couple favorite Disney songs? Um, uh, I have a couple. Yes, let's see. I love the Circle of Life from The Lion King. It is so classic. classic. And yep. when I go to Animal Kingdom and I go see the Festival of Lion King, it is the one song that always gets stuck in my head after I leave because they perform it so well. And I basically cry every time I hear it, um, but I love it. And I also actually really loved uh, love Married Life from Up, just the yes. sweet oh, little piano one. songs. Ooh, yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's so sweet, but it's also so noticeable. So when they when I'm sitting in front of the castle waiting for fireworks uh, at Magic Kingdom, they'll play it in the park, and so I kind of just love sitting there and and seeing my view and and hearing that that little piano song because it's, it's so sweet. Um. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So I think that'll about wrap it up. Um, just before we head out here, uh, I just wanted to, again, promote Emily's Instagram and her YouTube. You can find her on Instagram at Dose of Pixie Dust and on YouTube, Emily Lopez. And I'll go ahead and link those both in the bio of this uh, podcast. You guys can easily find it. Make sure you follow that YouTube channel so you can see more about her celebrity encounter and then follow her throughout her DCP uh, I'm sure we'd love to have her on again, so maybe we can get a, another touch of how the Brown Derby's going, maybe in the future. Um, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so that'd be awesome. Anything else you want to um, say before we head out? Uh, well, thank you both for having me. It's been a really great experience, and I'm really hoping to be able to share my experience with the DCP so that more people will apply and attempt to make magic here at either Walt Disney World or over in Disneyland in California. Absolutely. Thank you again, Emily. And thank you to all our listeners for joining us today. And talk to you next time. Yeah, we'll see you around. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Bye.